Hello friends, Michael McCurry here, the host of the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm very privileged by the fact that many of you tune in for this broadcast, but I'm going to ask a special favor of you today. I'm going to invite you to come to the grand opening of our building in Odell, Illinois. You see, Bible Tracks Incorporated, that's the foundational ministry of this radio program, we will be celebrating a one-time occurrence. On October 1st, that's a Saturday, from 1 to 5 p.m., we will be inviting any and all comers to our grand opening of our brand new building. Very excited about what God has done for us and through us here at BTI, and I'd love you to come take a part. Actually, as you are listening to this broadcast, now, depending on as long as you're not listening too late in the night, it's very likely that there are people working on our building right now to get it ready in advance of that grand opening. We have folks putting up the window treatments. We have folks uh, painting different areas, putting in some secure handrails on the stairwells and things like that, all in anticipation of folks like you coming. Actually, as I walked up the stairs, one of our staff folks was working on our uh, uh, the hardware for the kitchen. We have a little kitchenette area for the break room and things like that. We are so blessed with a phenomenal staff and we're blessed by volunteers and people that come and even help us throughout the year. We are just overwhelmed by the outpouring of God's people putting a special emphasis and interest in our ministry. There are so many folks that have done so, and we thank each and every one of you. If you've never heard of our ministry before, or maybe it's just that radio program you listen to, if you are anywhere near close enough and able to come to our open house on Saturday, October 1st of 2022, we'd love to see you here. You can RSVP this way. Send an email to this email address. You ready? It's grandopening at BibleTracksInc.org. That's the email address, grandopening at BibleTracksInc.org. Of course, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. My cell number is 309-316-7240. Now, make sure you send a text. Don't call, all right? Sometimes I have do not disturb on and you won't get through to me. Here's that phone number. I'll give it to you nice and slow. Text me. 309-316-7240. That's 309-316-7240. Now, let's find our place in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 30. 1 Samuel chapter 30, we'll read a few verses here today. 1 Samuel chapter 30 and verse number 1. And it came to pass, when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day, that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire. It sounds like a bad day, the beginning of a bad day. And had taken the women captives that were therein. They slew not any, either great nor small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire. We skip down to verse number 6. And David was greatly distressed. You can only imagine what that was like unless you've lost a family member. And I'm sure many that are listening right now, you know what I'm talking about. Lost a loved one and you have no idea if they're ever coming back. 
And David hears in that circumstance, he doesn't know if his wife, his, his children, if it, his men's wives and children, his followers, they might be dead and gone and they're absolutely torn up about this. David was greatly distressed, but what did he do? How did he overcome this bad day? He encouraged himself in the Lord. How did he do that? He remembered past victories. He recognized who had brought him that this far, and he relied on God. But then he continued, and he inquired of the Lord. We talked about this yesterday, but look at 1 Samuel chapter 30 and verse number 8. And David inquired at the Lord. He asked God's opinion on what he should do. 1 Peter 5 and verse 7 says, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. You know, my desire today and through this week of broadcasts is that this is a week of encouragement. I want, I want you to think about your worst day. My prayer, my hope is that you're not having your worst day today. My, my prayer is that you're not having a bad day or even a, a, an okay day. I hope you're having a great day today. But maybe, just maybe, something you hear today, you could package up and take with you because it's likely, if you live life long enough, you and I, yeah, we're going to have a bad day, won't we? Well, let's talk about that. How do we overcome that? Look at, let's see, verse number 9. Look at verse number 9 of 1 Samuel 30. So David went, he and the 600 men that were with him, and came to the brook Besor, where those that were left behind stayed. But David pursued, verse 10, he and the 400 men, for 200 abode behind, which were so faint that they could not go over the brook. Think about this for a second. David, he encouraged himself in the Lord. He inquired of the Lord. And then when God told him what to do, he put God's plan into action. So David went. You know, a game plan isn't much good without the players to implement it. I, I think back to the the few times I, I've had the opportunity to coach different sports and things like that. And sometimes I'll come up with what I think is just a championship worthy, a championship level game plan. But then I realize that at times, maybe we don't have the players to implement it. I think back to times when I was on a sports team and, and our coach would come in with what we knew was a great plan, but the players on the team, including me, I'm saying, sometimes we weren't good enough to implement that plan. Well, David, he got the word from the Lord. He inquired of the Lord wisely. How do you overcome a bad day? Well, when God tells you to do something, just go ahead and do it. Don't question it. The children of Israel here in this story, David and his men, they had a command and they chose to follow it. Continuing on though, how did they go about this? Well, let's look at verse number, let's continue on here. Verse number 11. We, we got to set some context for just a moment here, okay? First Samuel chapter 30 and verse 11. And they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David and gave him bread and he did eat. And they made him drink water. And they gave him a piece of a cake of figs and two clusters of raisins. And when he had eaten, his spirit came again to him, for he had eaten no bread nor drunk any water three days and three nights. And David said unto him, To whom belongest thou, and whence art thou? And he said, I am a young man of Egypt, servant to an Amalekite, and my master left me, because three days agone I fell sick. Now pause here for just a moment. Those of you that are ahead of me, slow down for a second, okay? Think about this. This young man, he's an Egyptian. 
Okay, he he is a man without a country. He's been he's been obviously taken away from his country. They're not in Egypt right now, and he's servant to an Amalekite. These were the people that had burned Ziklag, that had taken David's people captive, and they come across this young man. And what ends up happening? I'll let the cat out of the bag a little bit here. This Egyptian boy tells them which direction the Amalekites went, and because that Amalekite hadn't cared enough about his servant, he left him behind simply because he was sick. The man was about to die, hadn't eaten or drunk anything in three days, and that young boy ends up being the undoing for the Amalekites. What's the thought here? Well, if you want to fix your bad day, don't just encourage yourself in the Lord. That's a good place to start. Don't just inquire of the Lord. Well, put God's plan into action, but then also Take care of others that are in distress along the way. Think about that. This young man was ill-treated by his masters and ended up becoming his master's undoing. You should be very wise not to think of anyone else so low that you can't treat them right. I don't know who this quote is original to, but I heard it put this way. Don't use your hurt to hurt others. Use your hurt to help others. Let me say that again. Don't use your hurt to hurt others. Use your hurt to help others. Maybe, just maybe, instead of saying that nobody understands what I'm going through, go find someone else that is going through what you've gone through and help them. Maybe you've dealt with cancer. Maybe you've dealt with a loss of a loved one. Maybe you've dealt with a wayward child. I think of the story of the prodigal son. Maybe you've dealt with something I haven't even mentioned or something I can't even fathom, I can't even empathize with because I haven't done any of those things. But maybe you can help someone else that's in that circumstance. I think of this Egyptian boy. Verse number, we, we, we meet him in verse number 11. But then in verse number 13, David said unto him, To whom belongest thou? And he said, the young man, I'm a young man of Egypt, servant to an Amalekite, and my master left me because three days had gone, three days ago, I fell sick. And what happens in verse 15? David said unto him, canst thou or can thou bring me down to this company? Can you take me to where those people are at? How much loyalty do you think the Egyptian had for his former master who had left him behind? Not very much, because he ended up leading them to, leading David and his men to the Amalekites. And who ended up winning that battle? Well, of course, David did. But think about that. He leaves him behind because he fell sick. You know, it's been said that Christians are the only ones that shoot their own wounded. I hope that's not true for you. We seem to do very well. We seem to do a good job of noticing other people falling. We seem to do a good job of of noticing that other people are struggling and and we don't have any problem with identifying the slivers in other people's eye while at the same time we have those moat, the, the telephone pole coming out of our eyes, right? Frank, can I encourage you today to look for others that are in distress? One of the best ways, think about this, David is still dealing, still reeling still overcome with grief. Now, he has a plan of action, thankfully. He's encouraged himself in the Lord. He's inquired of the Lord. He's put God's plan into action. But along the way, 
he's helping one that you can make the cases in even more distress, that Egyptian boy was going to die. He was sick. He hadn't eaten anything, hadn't drunk. Obviously, he survived. His Amalekite master could have taken care of him, but he chose not to. Let me encourage you. Let's not be like the Amalekites. Let's be like David was. Let's help those along the way. Let's help those along the way. I greatly appreciate your listenership today. My prayer is that you have a great day for his glory and that you join us for the last installment of this particular thought tomorrow right here on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. Greatly appreciate your your listenership. I'm going to ask you to consider to come to our grand opening October 1st of this year. Have a great day for His glory and God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracts Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.